0: I believe it was the poet Maya Angelou who once said, the pressure is getting worse. It's, it's a a whole whole lot of, of hands, motherfucker. It's, it's, it's a whole lot of money. get And me run get I'm allergic to that My on I might my match with my toes. Hello out there in Podcast Land. It is I and I have returned for episode 18 of Black Explaining the Podcast. Um, for those of you who are returning listeners, uh, thank you so much. If you're this is your first episode, welcome. Um, and we hope you'll stay a while. Uh me on the other hand. I'm at my wits end y'all. I I do you, you ever just get to a point where you're like, "You know what? I know enough stuff." You feel what I'm saying? Like I I just know enough. I don't want to know new stuff. I don't want to like get any new information. I'm just done. Like I'm tired of knowing. I'm, and you know what? I've seen enough too. I'm just I'm done seeing things. Like I I have just I've hit my limit of things i know and things i've seen i you know i i have just i've i've hit my limit um if you are my boss and you're listening to this episode no i did not start a phantom teams meeting and leave my desk to record my podcast i am in the restroom uh but anyway, y'all, what's going on? Um, hope everybody's having a great week. Um, I There's a lot going on, right? There's a lot going on. There is a whole bunch of stuff happening. Um, there are some white people in the ocean. There's no more affirmative action. Democracy is up in flames. But it has been for, what, like 200, 300 years? Like, are we surprised? Do you know what I mean? There's just a lot going on. Um, as our favorite coon... You know, he's, he's out there and he's, he's really shaking the table up uh, because literally just today, like I was, I'm read, I am currently t- multitasking and reading the article on my phone and recording this um, podcast. The Supreme court has struck down, not all affirmative action. Cause I don't, let me not misstate things. They did not struck down, strike down all affirmative action. They struck down race, conscious college admissions. And this came out of a legal battle started by like an organization who believed Asian Americans were being Hindered by, you know, race conscious college admissions. So there was an organization that was started and led by a white man. Let me just put that out there that sued to reverse this decision or to, you know, to, to fight this policy because they believed that it was to the detriment of people in the Asian American community. And the thing is, is that, like, race affirmative action has been a racist. White supremacist scapegoat since its inception. You know, since affirmative action was, you know, outlined and, you know, implemented, it has been, you know, this dog with affirmative action is the reason good white folks can't get into college and they can't get good jobs. You know what I mean? It's a talking point that people like to bring up to make it seem like it is the blacks, you know. Who are keeping you out of this good job who are keeping you out of this good college and really it's the fact that you're uninteresting um and you're 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 not giving what's supposed to be given you know what i mean and i'll say this because like as a black person who attended college like i went to school i really did not get into anything and that's because i was bullshitting from the time i was 12 you know my parents told me consistently get it together you're not gonna get into college get it together you're not gonna get into college and I didn't take it seriously because I didn't want to go to college you know what I mean I was just like I just want to be chilling I just want to be vibing (laughs) you know what I mean so as a person like and then so I started applying to schools and like I got a pretty I got like pretty decent standardized test scores I had like a ton of extracurricular activities I was Uh, I was on debate, I did forensics, I did model UN, I did student government for like two months and then I stopped because they got on my nerves. Um, And then what else? Like I, so I did a ton of stuff. I had terrible grades, but like I said, I think I had amazing standardized test scores. So like in my region, you know as a midwesterners we as a midwesterner we took the ACT and not the SAT uh i think what is the SAT out of like some thousands like you can get like a 2700 i don't know i, I don't know what the total score is because like i said if we're midwesterners we take the ACT but the ACT is out of 36 so i got what like a 20 i the i took the ACT twice so my school made us take it Well, like the, the quote unquote test, the, the practice ACT, which I'm just like, bitch, if this is the same fucking test, why can't I just use this score? I got a 27 and then I get a 20 and then I got a 29. So pretty decent scores, you know, for a Midwesterner, because, you know, like I said, I think the rest of the world or the rest of the country uses the SAT and, Got pretty decent scores. I When I tell you I had shit grades because I never went to school a day in my life, like you were not gonna catch me at that schoolhouse. But no, so I, I, I'm saying all of this to say that as a person who was also uninteresting academically, you know, I knew that, you know, my shortcomings were literally because of my own academic shortfalls. You know what I mean? Like I there was never, and I'm I'm prefacing something by telling this. Um, you know, I knew that my own academic shortfalls were my, like, I never went to class. I I really did not get it together. You know, my parents were like, you know, it's not just about your scores. And it's not just about your extracurriculars. Like, you got to get decent grades. I never listened. And so when I wasn't getting into shit, like I live in, y'all know where I'm, I'm in Milwaukee. I'm in Wisconsin. And we have a pretty decent, like, state school system. It's inexpensive. It is super easy to get into if you're a state resident. And, like, they do admissions on, like, a rolling basis throughout the year. So when I got to the end of the summer and I'm like, I haven't gotten into any colleges, um, I just applied to a bunch of state schools. And every state school I applied to, I got into. Um, And this is, like, June, July. You know what I mean? And they're getting me a decision in, like, three weeks. So... I looked at that and I was just like, okay, cool. I've got some options. You know what I mean? I can pivot. And so I say this to say that a lot of times, like the stories that are in the forefront that are like, you know... Oh well, I got these perfect scores. I got great grades. I had all these extracurriculars and like Harvard would li- let me in. But I know a black guy. I know I know I, I know a monkey. I, you know, I know a Vaughn swinger cuz that's what they be I know that's not what they be saying, but that's what they be implying, y'all. I I know this. I know this, you know, this monkey. Yeah. <laughs> that got in and he got worse scores than me and he has worse like you need to pivot babe like i college admissions are a product of white supremacy i i know i, I know i'll be saying everything fall back to white supremacy and white imperialism but it does you know what i mean college admissions are all a part of the system of white supremacy Affirmative action was designed You know to help people of color To get into colleges And to get jobs and stuff like that But affirmative action has by far Benefited white women The most okay If we're going to keep it a stack Like yeah it has helped prop up marginalized groups But it's white women that are riding The wave of affirmative action And I think you know we need To add other other People of color who are like Pitting you know the, the, the downfall of affirmative action onto the black community and being like it's because of the blacks that i can't never get in the yeah yeah, yeah 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 but we need to pivot you know what i mean i as a person of color like you know i'm not saying that like oh it's my dream to get into harvard i didn't get in yeah that fucking sucks right i think i wanted as i'm a midwestern right and i, I always be saying that so i think i wanted to go to like where did I want like Ohio state or some shit like just some middle of the country ass school that's, you know, Maybe six hours away from my house. You know, I was just like, you know, I'll go to Ohio State. I think I just liked it because it was like a super big campus and they had like the D9s. Because like when I was in high school, I was considering pledging. You know, that's gonna be a different story for another day. But um anyway, so I didn't get an Ohio State. I pivoted, I got into a pretty decent school that was like a couple hours away from my house. It was still racist because that's this this is the thing. There is never gonna be anywhere that you can go to as a non-white person and not experience racism the point that i'm trying to make here is the pivot and i think that like when non-white people of colors backs against the backs are against the wall they don't know how to pivot you know what i'm saying our ancestors pivoted and they like to say that we don't work as hard the old oh, black people don't work as hard and they don't study as hard and they don't do nearly as much things like as as non-black you know immigrants like oh as other asian people or as Indian people or you know whatever the case may be and we're always you know uh, positions like that like they don't work as hard as us they don't do but the thing is is that we created institutions for ourselves you know what I mean and by and large uh, a good portion of you know the contemporary black student is going to an HBCU Uh, And I mean, like, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that black students can only go to HBCUs because, like, by and large, they are private institutions and they are costly. I'm just saying that, like, you're saying we don't work as hard as you. We don't study hard as you. We don't do all this stuff like you do. But we, we, we got places we can go. But nonetheless, you know, I think that especially... You know, this is a reminder that anti-blackness, baby, is global. It's widespread and it is rampant because at the end of the day, you know, the threat to your college education is other white people like legacy admits, you know, well, who was them white people that was, uh, that went to jail for three days because they was like bribing people to get their kids into college, though that's a threat to your education motherfuckers who can afford to drop 10 10 mil on a library to get their dumb ass drunk ass you know kids in the college that's a threat to your education white supremacy as a whole is a threat to your education and it's because of systemic racism my friends and here's the other thing like you know a, a portion of like the goal of affirmative action was also to like recognize the disparate impact that things like standardized testing had on marginalized communities, you know? because don't don't buy don't by don't I, I don't want you to create a false equivalency about what I'm about to say next because by and large, black people are more impacted by wealth inequality and economic disparity. By and large. I'm not saying that all black people are poor. I am just saying that black people and other non-white or and other people of color, excuse me, are more impacted by wealth inequality, and and you know by poverty and things like that due to the system of white supremacy so there are oft and there are there is tons of data out there on this stating how you know standardized tests are racist you know what i mean and how like you know these the these levels of achievement that are you know sometimes arbitrarily adopted by universities Are really what's keeping motherfuckers out of the universities. And the thing is is that because people are so fucking brainwashed by the white man, they still wanna turn around and be like, it is because of you noggles, because of you fucking noggles, my kids ain't getting into school. Okay, it's because of you porch monkeys ah my kid ain't never gonna achieve a college education and you know whose fault it is it's the system of white supremacy okay because i i I think we let's look let's take let's take an even deeper look because you know clarence thomas one of the supreme court justices is always saying that like oh i want you like you got to work and you got to achieve this by your own merit like you can't just be given things because you're black and that's so crazy coming from the fact that this nigga was getting vacations to Turks and Caicos and yacht rides and secret gifts and millions of dollars under the table um but that's besides the point you know that's besides the point Clarence Thomas believes that oh you got to get it on your own personal responsibility don't let nobody hand you nothing just because you're black you got to work for it and affirmative action addressed that inequity because it is not that black people are not working just as hard it is that we are working twice as hard and we are achieving half as much because of the system of white supremacy and i think the, and clarence thomas has clearly shown that he is operating out of his own insecurity you know i watched that damn pbs documentary with my parents what like 10 15 years ago where his fucking uh colleagues and the <laughs> motherfuckers who knew him in college were like yeah he like he was so upset because people saw like people he didn't think people thought he was there because he was qualified people thought he was there because he was black and the thing is is that like while he might have been smart he might have been talented like if there was no system in place to make sure that black people could you know have access to you know higher education he his black ass probably would not have gotten in and then been able to get that education and then get that white woman you know that he's sitting up here getting all these secret gifts with. It, it, it wouldn't have been possible. And the thing is, is that like I don't give a fuck why you gave it to me. Oh, you gave me this job because I'm black. Cool, check still clears. Oh, I got into this college because I'm black. Cool, D- still got this degree. You know what I mean? And the thing is that I we are all mad. We all mad at the wrong person. We need to take this energy. As, as people, you know, you people of color white white, we need to take this energy about being mad about college admissions. And we need to be mad at fucking Sally Mae. Okay. We need to be mad about these student fucking loans that a lot of us had to take out because we wanted to go to college in the fucking first place. Because that's, it's one of the decisions that's going to be released probably by tomorrow because I know they're going on summer recess, which is fucking crazy to me. The fuck you need a summer recess for? Like, just uh, go to court, listen to the damn arguments. What the fuck you need a recess for? But nonetheless, okay, we all know Clarence Thomas is a coon, and we all know that it's a packed court right now. It is completely conservative because the dude who lost the fucking popular vote and got a presidency uh, elected, what, three Supreme Court judges, and now, you know, they all in here acting a motherfucking fool. You know, just, and I, oh, when I tell you, I know Clarence Thomas is in there in the fucking wherever they are. He is with Amy Coney Barrett and Brett Kavanaugh and that, oh, he might have elected four. I'm trying to, oh no, it was three. And the other white man, and ooh, I know he in there half naked with baby oil on his body and two pieces of fried chicken in his hand and a grape soda strapped to his ass doing a coon jig, baby, just busting it the fuck down for those white people on that court because Clarence Thomas was cooning back ooh, you know, back when it was just called, Oh, I know how to act. You know what I mean? Oh, Clarence Thomas was cooning before cooning was cooning, baby. Clapping them coon ass cheeks for the white man. I oh I just know it. And you whoever you know who whoever was giving him them secret gifts. Oh I know they cashed out on this Uncle Tom ass nigga. He after this summer recess, he about to be in fucking Aruba, Jamaica. Mykonos, he about to be in Turks and Caicos. Oh, the secret gifts are getting increased, baby. Striking down affirmative action, and now I can get all six of my dumbass white children into this college that I have been going to for centuries, without question. That our that our family has attended for centuries without question. Yeah, somebody sending him to the Cayman Islands as we speak. He is packing that coon duffel bag and his white woman and they are about to be out in fucking what you know what there's two there's actually too many black people i was about to say jamaica he probably about to take that ass to europe and bust that coon ass on down oh these secret gifts yeah they he they gonna be coming in handy. <laughs> they they're gonna be coming in a real clutch uh once, once once they go on uh their their recess <laughs> for the fucking summer. Baby, let me motherfucking tell you, okay? The the coonery is at an all time high. And the thing is is that like the court is wholly not reflective of like how this country would actually vote on these issues. You know what I mean? Because of these lifetime appointments these motherfuckers just been goddamn in office forever uh, you know what I mean they uh, it's it, it, it's really motherfucking crazy like um yeah I it, it, it really is crazy because of these lifetime appointments they uh, they he gonna die on the court you know what I'm saying specifically Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas has been on the Supreme Court since 1991. 1991. Crazy. And his position, like his his like conservative values, like we're even more con- the the Supreme Court is even more conservative now than it was fucking 40 years ago. That's how we got things like affirmative action and Roe versus Wade and all of these other landmark progressive court cases, and now we just got people being out here. Okay, let's just completely fucking undo what our predecessors have done because, who? That's a different level of Conan baby. Couldn't be me. And what's really crazy is that like the impact of affirmative action, right? Like I I don't think. Because of the system of white supremacy, it is still a lot more difficult for black students to get into college and for them to access it financially. Um, Because often, you know, because of like I said before, because black people are more impacted by wealth inequality and poverty, a lot of times, you know, they have to or we sorry y'all my bad I don't know where that came from we have to work or we have to like help with the financial load or like help with children or anything like that or maybe we have a family member who was impacted by mass incarceration and there's just more responsibilities that we have to take on so it's it's harder to get to and it's harder to access so um it is always like I said because of the system of white supremacy been something that you know we really have to work towards that's why you see like you know so many and I love these stories I love when I see the babies they're like oh student has like a fucking 5.6 GPA because they're weighted you know we just had a I went to a basic ass Wisconsin public school 4.0 was the max okay but no like they got a 5.6 GPA they've got 20 million dollars in scholarships you know what I'm saying I love seeing that type of excelling in that type of achievement and the thing is is that in often time often those are the only situations in which students are able to access you know higher level education without it being a a burden to them you know what i'm saying white kids with a 2.2 they they got they did soccer for a half a fucking semester uh you know they they don't have no other extra fucking curricular activities, got suspended 10 times because they brought a fucking vape pen to school, uh, got a DUI, leaving prom. You know, they getting into college with the same amount of scholarships and access as that black student with a 7.3 GPA because uh, Aunt fucking Geraldine spent $2 million to remodel the fucking science building. You know what I mean, and this is this, this is what that's what the system of white supremacy allows, because the generational wealth that is being used in higher education comes from where? Slavery. Look, y'all. I I knew y'all. I know y'all saw that come. We are all we fucking built these schools from the we and I mean physically built them we fucking built these schools and now because of the impact of slavery and white imperialism we can barely fucking get into them and when we do get there these white kids looking at us up and down like how'd you get in here it's probably because of affirmative action like um didn't you go to rehab at 14 yeah I need you to leave me alone because that's the thing you know, the the call will be coming from inside of the house. If there is anybody that doesn't deserve to be here, it's you. The only thing you are. Your parents, sure, they built the fucking library. They slid the chancellor $20 million under the table. And that sketchy cousin, you know, that occasionally sleeps And your mom's fully furnished basement is his Coke dealer. You know, there are a lot of moving pieces there. And... The strike down of affirmative action just further. I mean, I, I I would not say that it is reflective of like most of the country's opinion because the country pretty consistently polls very progressively and I know white people be lying so whenever if whenever I see a poll and it's like oh 60% of, of white people are in favor of this progressive thing I'm like it's probably more like 40 so I, 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 I always give you know a, a racism buffer um, for those those statistics but um, I will say that it is definitely reflective of a lot of the non-black people of color's view of black people. And this is what I mean when I say that anti-blackness is global because, you know, the one thing that a lot of non-black immigrants learn when they do come to this country is, oh, oh, don't be like the black people. We, we gotta work harder than the black people We go, you know the black people are sitting around and they're doing nothing and they're being lazy and they're going to jail and they're not getting jobs and you know what are the, my other favorite stereotypes they're sitting all day and they're eating fried chicken and watermelon and watching Tyler Perry movies and okay that, that one specifically might be me but they're told that the real enemy is the black man you know and the coon media has hopped on that narrative and like the coon fluencers and, you know, all of the people on the Internet that are like, yeah, you know, we should be embarrassed. Like immigrants, they're beating us. They're outpacing us. They're they're doing all of these things and they're better than us, basically. And I just I just want you to remember that, you know, immigrants and imports have two different experiences in this country. Okay? Anyway, um I want to talk about why the white man is at the bottom of the ocean. I know this was a weird transition and I apologize, but like as as black people, we already know what the deal is with affirmative action. We already know we got to work twice as hard to get half as much like we already fucking know this. And like the America not being dedicated to diversity and inclusion and, you know, an understanding of, you know, the disparate impact of white supremacy. I'm shocked. Anyway, let's, why is the white man at the bottom of the ocean, y'all? I, I want to talk about, like, why do white people just be doing stuff? You know, every day I wake up and it's like, oh, a man on a trail has a a, 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 a fight with a uh what is it a mountain lion? Like every day I wake up is something new. It's a fucking this white man was on the trail talking about some fuck you, dude to a mountain lion. A mountain lion. I <laughs> every fucking day I wake up and white people are just out here fucking doing stuff. Just out here fucking doing stuff. Like why and I like and I know somebody said that they had like some successful voyages from before or whatever. But like, why are you getting in this tiny little uh aquatic jelly bean with a nigga with a PlayStation controller? I I would have immediately seen that and been like, that nigga's on meth. Okay? Cause what the fuck is that? <laughs> He's on drugs. All right, first of all, you're not gonna catch me on a boat because that's how they got us the last time. And second of all, you're not gonna catch me anywhere near the fucking re- like remains of the Titanic. They told the people on the Titanic not to get on that damn boat. Okay, they told the people, they said, this boat is too big, you are gonna hit something, you are gonna go down, like, don't do it. And they were like, no, the Titanic is new, it's innovative, it's great, it's for rich people, like, we're fine. Look at where the nigga's at. Yeah, bottom of the ocean. And this, I'm not saying this to be insensitive. I'm just saying that when motherfuckers are like, this might be unsafe, I wouldn't do it. Maybe you just got to listen. You know what I mean? Sometimes you just got to like internalize that and take, because it's not an L. It's a W. Because you don't live to see another day. But when like motherfuckers are like, no, you might die sometimes we have to use a little bit of critical thinking and the way that this was like the dominant story in the media cycle for like the entire time that they were missing meanwhile they knew that there were pending supreme court decisions that were going to be released there was a boat that capsized with migrants that went down and nobody really talked about and i know that like you know my 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 conspiracy theory allies because i'm an ally to the conspiracy theory community you know what i mean because i'm black all right all that undercover like the government is trying to get you stuff they done did it to us (laughs) so i am an ally to the conspiracy theory community but like they be right when they're like what are they trying to distract you from you know what i mean (laughs) and that's why i'm an ally because uh all the, oh, the government is trying to secretly give you shots. They did it to us. The government is trying to secretly steal your organs. They did it to us. The government is trying to secretly get your cells so they can test stuff on you and create. They did that to us too. <laughs> so all of the, you know, what are they trying to? Co- what are they trying to distract you from? What are they trying to? You know, convince you of? What are they trying to spread through the air? as store. I'm, I'm on board to listen you know I, I want to think about it I want us to critically think about it but I'm, a, I'm an ally to the conspiracy theory community so when people were like what are they trying to distract you from by putting this story in the media I was like damn what is going on this week and there was a lot you know what I mean and I think that you know especially as we wrap this story right around um, back to the real enemy, a white imperialism. Um, we find that it is all a distraction to remind us, or to keep us from thinking about the fact that they have so much money they'll throw it down the drain. You know, going diving to the to the depths of the ocean, and people seeking a better life are doomed to die in that same place. With no coverage, no empathy, no nothing. You know what I mean? Because refugees have, you know, t- taken their kids and decided that, you know, maybe trying to, like, cross a body of water was safer than staying in their own country. And, you know, the the kind they don't get the same kind of treatment in the media. Like, oh, we feel so bad for them and you know, we empathize with them, and we have compassion for them because the kind of parents that would take their children to the uncertainty of the ocean because it is safer than their home country, like, that's the type of parent that wants a better life for their child, that wants something greater for their child than they could provide in their home country. And, you know, those stories are not often framed where, you know, they're being given the benefit of the doubt or they're they're being given, like I said, empathy and compassion. They're framed as, you know, look at these vagrants, these criminals fleeing their country and, you know, doomed to drown in the ocean or whatever the case may be. And, you know, this country has definitely got a lot of chutzpah to be saying, you know, look at these vagrants. Because the motherfucker who quote unquote discovered this country didn't his stupid ass get lost? Yeah, and they want to talk about college admissions. That's we need. The, you know what, y'all? White people just need to start reading. You know, and the and the, the and the real crazy thing here is that like you know the the lack of empathy and the lack of compassion and. You know, in the same breath being like, you know, people who hoard wealth so bad, you know, that they have acquired more money than you can spend in one lifetime. Who have done something that they were advised against, you know, deserve this like, oh, give them the benefit of the Now, no, no. And there was some white girl, I saw this video on uh, Instagram, there was some white girl who was out here, when I tell you like doing flips, tricks, splits, okay, and magic tricks (laughs) to be like, we need to stop saying eat the rich just because they're rich. And we need to stop saying that people deserve bad things just because they're rich. No, never. And I realized that when the race war and then subsequently the class war starts, I might Have to square up on Beyonce. I fucking realize this. But there is no way that anybody on this planet motherfucking Earth gained $1 billion ethically. There is no way. All right? So it hurts. And when we're in the class war and I have to take my baseball bat that has nails stuck into it upside Rihanna's skull I'm gonna shed a tear I'm gonna shed a tear it is gonna it's gonna hurt me in my heart it really is (laughs) but we need to take these resources back y'all I I don't know how this episode has ended up in a, a you know We, like, we need to, like, you know, take the resources, you know, kind of thing. But, like, billionaires, you know, think about every billionaire you know. Specifically the white ones. The ones that come from generational lines of money. Parents have money. Grandparents have money. Great grandparents have money. Businesses that were passed down from generation to generation. Where do you think that money came from? Where? I want I want you to think about it. Their grandpappy who started a business in nineteen. Their their great grandpappy. All right, follow me here. Who started a business? And 1922 with $500,000 that he got from his pappy. Where did his pappy get that money from? Quickly? No, quickly. Where did he get the money from? Mm hmm. Yeah, slavery exactly so that is why I do not give a fuck about rich white people who are strictly advised against doing stupid shit and they do the stupid shit because they've got the money I don't care I don't care and I am so sorry to everyone that sounds so callous to I mean i have said very plain to stay on this podcast that i don't give a fuck about white people as a whole so sorry to that man (laughs) i just white people just be doing shit and it really does get on my fucking nerves because white people will be in the fucking middle of the forest ready to square the fuck up with a mountain lion okay ready to square up with a mountain lion in the middle of Antarctica, getting ready to run a fade with a polar bear. And then turn around and be like, oh, well, black people are just the biggest committers of crimes. Please get the fuck out of my face. Okay? Because you in the middle of the damn rainforest, you about to fight a nun, see the is spider. And you turn around and you mad at us because somebody done broke your windows out and stole your bag okay fight the spider fight the thief (laughs) I'm sorry y'all I didn't need to say that but period I I don't care okay we all know the story on systemic oppression we all know the story about you know over policing hyper criminalization etc 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 I'm not fooling with white people today I ain't stud you as my mother would say okay Look, y'all, all I'm just to summarize, you know what I'm saying? We know what the, as, as black people in this country, we know what the fuck the deal is when it comes to affirmative action. We know what we have to do to succeed in this country. When it comes to white people in the bottom of the ocean, it's just so crazy to me that you are going to take a trip that was advised against to go see the remains of people who took a trip that was advised against come on baby we 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 got to we, we got to think we got to use our brains we we, we got to use our knowledge okay that's it <laughs> we also need a coon vaccine okay so dr umar hit me up uh we we gonna get all these mentally ill africans together okay um all right y'all you know what the fuck it is have a great week until next week stay the fuck black and if you're clarence thomas i really hope the lube that they're using to put that white dick in your ass is a hypoallergenic because black people usually have very sensitive skin peace out